0: Welcome to the Rebel Ed Podcast, Episode Number Twelve. I am Kim Batman, the principal of South Gray High School, um, and I'm here with seniors Ethan Salmons and Taylor Kane, and we also have another special senior on today, um, Kimball Martin. So I think you're in for a good, a good episode today.
1: Yep. So kind of uh, what happened this last week. It started off on Monday with an FCCLA officer meeting at Ulysses, and there was also a varsity golf meet at Cimarron. Uh, from what I've heard, is the boys uh, did a lot better at that last golf meet, as many of them uh, shaved 20 plus strokes off their score, which is a huge thing in golf. So, definitely congrats to them. Then there was a JV golf meet uh, at Southwestern Heights on Tuesday. Sound like the boys did good there as well. Uh, and then there's high school track at Sublette and on Tuesday, and the, actually the girls got a big win at that meet. The girls won the high school track meet at Sublette, so congratulations to them. And then there was a high school awards night on Wednesday, and the Booster Club did a great job putting all that on, uh, great job with the food, so special thanks to the Booster Club for help putting on that, and... Mr. Salmons, uh, special thanks to him, too, for kind of getting the technology part of all that stuff ready for everybody. And then uh, there's high school track. uh, Weirdly enough, on a Thursday, usually there's not track meets on Thursdays, but there's a high school track meet uh, on Thursday at Kiowa County. It was perfect weather for that track meet, and it really paid off to have a good weather track meet because we ended up breaking some records. Uh, I know our our boys 4x1 got the school record. Uh, I actually got the 110-meter hurdle record, and Brady DeGis nearly got the pole vault record, but he did set a new meet record for the Kiowa County meet. So it was a really successful day for uh, everybody at Trek on Thursday. And then there's a golf meet today on Friday at Ashland. And so also another great weather day, so I'm expecting uh, great scores from the boys today.
2: Okay, now on to our interviews.
1: So our first guest on the podcast today is going to be uh, a man that goes by many nicknames. You might know him as Marty Kimby, uh, Marty J. Uh, But we're welcome to have uh, Kimball Martin on the podcast today. Uh, He's the guy that's always uh, hustling in football and plays the crazy good defense in basketball.
2: Yeah, so uh, let's reflect a little bit on your senior year. Uh, So you played a whole bunch of sports, including football, basketball, and track uh of those which is your favorite and
3: uh uh which do you enjoy the most and why i'd say out of those three probably football is my favorite because i just like contact kind of like hitting people things like that you don't have to bottle up your emotions as much i'd say as in some other sports which is pretty fun like basketball if you get mad you know you kind of might get into foul trouble and things like that football you get mad you can just go and hit someone yeah
2: yeah and in this last season when basketball players got mad you could you could hear it <laughs> so um, without the crowd yeah. yeah you could hear everything so uh uh you know right now we're at the tail end of track season how many meets do we have left
1: i think three let's see we got yeah, there's Hodgman, league regional so if you make state four
2: oh, okay yeah um So what events do you do, and uh, would you like to tell us some of your results recently because those have been pretty impressive?
3: So the last few meets I've been in the Open 200, the 4x8, the 4x1, and the 4x4. Uh, 200, I I don't have a really good shot at going to state in that, so I think I'm going to get out of that and just stay in the relays to focus more on those because we have a really good shot at doing very well in those at state. So the 4 by 8 we've been doing pretty good. It's been unfortunate that Michael hasn't been able to run with us a couple times, but uh, Dominic has really stepped up, and we actually ran like a 9.07 with him, or nine, no, like a 9.05, something like that, at the last meet, which is pretty good for us. Uh, 4 by one as Ethan mentioned, we uh, broke the school record last meet, and our 4 by 4 got first in the meet also with uh, – I think we ran like a 337. So. Yeah,
1: which I think that's actually the best time in the state right now, so that's a really great time for a 4x4.
0: I don't know. George was passing around the video of the 4x1 today, and, man, that was pretty impressive. They beat, But they beat everybody else in that relay by, I don't know, a long ways. It wasn't even close.
3: Well, that's what speed do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and,
2: yeah, I think that's cool how we, all our relay teams have did really well because that's probably one of the most – teamwork, yeah. parts of track, mm. and to have us sweep the rela- relays at, at some meets, I think is is pretty cool. Yeah.
1: And so you also mentioned uh, Dominic stepping up, which for those of you who don't know, Dominic Martin is Kimball's little brother. So uh, what's it been like running with your younger brother?
3: I mean, I don't really run right next to him, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of cool to be on the same relay, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of fun. Who, who else is on that, that four by eight. Uh, it's Andrew Racy and Carter Jantz. Oh yeah. And then Michael when he's able to attend the meets.
2: Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, what sport, uh, and I think, I think you've talked to us a little bit about this in the past, but like what sport would you say developed you as a human the most and, you know, taught you the most lessons?
3: Well, I'd say football definitely helped me with like just being more disciplined and being more tough and some things like that, and just uh, self discipline and things like that. But baseball has also really taught me uh, patience and things like that. Because I mean, it is a game of failure. Like in the MLB, in the MLB, if you bat 300, which is you get a hit three out of ten times, you get in the Hall of Fame. So, oh yeah, just playing playing baseball really helped me as well. And that brings me
2: onto my next question. Uh, Um, and I think a lot of people know this, but you play, you also play baseball. Um, Could you give us a little bit of a rundown of your baseball situation? For example, like how many years have you been playing for what teams um, have uh, any camps you've been to, et cetera?
3: Uh, Well, so I, uh, I started playing baseball, you know, in rec with everybody. And then I think it was maybe like sixth or seventh grade. uh, I met their age requirements and things to be on an all-star team. And Ian and Brady were also on that team. And so uh, we did pretty good on that all star team. And the head coach was actually from uh, the head coach of that all star team was from Spearville. And he decided to just, you know, continue that team going with the travel team like in the next few summers. So then I think I was on that travel ball team for like three or four years. And then it kind of disbanded. Then I kind of had a year off a little bit. And then I, my uh, One of my friends from Cimarron, uh, Gustavo, he found a team from uh, Wichita that he was playing on, and uh, he said they needed another pitcher, so I went and tried out for him and made that team. So oh, yeah. I that think the, that was sophomore year, and I've been on it ever since.
0: Is that the position that you traditionally play, is the pitching position?
3: Yeah, well, when I was on that, that younger team, I played third base and pitcher, and then now on this team, I got moved to outfield, so I I kind of like just tracking down balls it's pretty fun out there
2: so you also uh you've been to uh, a baseball camp um I forget when exact what break it was over uh but would
3: you uh like to talk just a little bit about that yeah so there was this uh organization called baseball factory I think I'm not exactly 100% sure what they do I think they do player development and things like that but I went to this little like showcase camp thing. It was a little bit like a combine in Oklahoma City this fall. And then uh, I guess my measurables were good enough that they invited me to this camp in uh, Bradenton, Florida at the uh, Pirates Spring, the Pittsburgh Pirates Spring Training Facility. So I went down there over Christmas break this year, and that was a pretty fun experience.
2: Yeah. You spent, uh, what was it, like a week
0: or so?
3: I the camp was either three or four days long, but my family just we we spent the whole week in Florida. Awesome.
1: Yeah, that
0: is cool. Are you planning on um doing baseball in college or do you have a future with baseball?
3: Uh I was I was kinda trying to, but uh just I kinda wanted to take a JUCO route and then maybe end up on a D two squad maybe. But uh just with COVID, all the roster spots are kind of full. And then I got started in the recruiting process pretty late. So uh, I didn't really, you know, get my name out there probably early like a lot of other people did. And that with us not having a uh, high school baseball program also kind of put me behind the eight ball a little bit. So I oh, think yeah. right now the plan is to attend uh, Kansas State for college. And uh, he he makes
1: a really uh... – valid point for all kind of high school kids right now who are wanting to go on and play a college sport next year. It's, got, it's really tough right now because uh, the NCAA gave everybody eligibility back for these last two years. So people that would normally be graduated and leaving are still at the college on scholarship. So there is like usually for most teams there's three or four roster openings for football, for basketball. So to get on a team right now it's pretty difficult being a Uh, a senior so as all that yes it benefited those upperclassmen in college it really hurt the underclassmen coming in just because there's not very many
2: spots. Yeah so uh, speaking of K-State what are you wanting to major in Um, and then what are your plans after college?
3: So I'm going to K-State and uh, I'm planning on majoring in secondary education I'm not sure about a minor I want to become a uh, PE teacher. Oh yeah. So and and a coach I guess.
2: Yeah. Would you would you come back to uh South Gray if the uh, position was open? <laughs> I thought
0: you were going to say if the principal was gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, if South Gray has an opening I'll definitely try to get that job. Yeah. But so uh, I feel like a lot of people want
2: this job. <laughs> um. So uh you know what what kind of made you settle on that that career?
3: Well, I just started thinking originally i was like well what could i make the most money in and then i was like that doesn't sound like a very good idea because yeah. i do actually because i mean there's a saying that if you like your job you'll never work a day of your life so i was like well what do i really like and i was like well i probably i'm my i'm happiest when i'm playing sports so how could i you know keep doing that and i thought well maybe teaching and coaching sports would be a good job for me yeah that's really awesome
1: cool it's a it's a much needed position right now. There's yeah. tons of people needing teachers, so you definitely won't have a hard time finding a job. And then I was going to ask, if I'm not mistaken, I think you're planning on rooming with Ethan Reed at K State. Is that factual or not factual?
3: Yeah, I think I think Reed and I will uh, be roommates. <laughs> we'll see how that goes.
1: That could be interesting. that be that's so, the kill.
3: Cool. So is there uh
2: is there anything? Is there any specific thing you're looking forward to most about the college experience?
3: Well, I think it'll just be cool because like K-State has so many students and, you know, here at South Gray, you know, there's only 80 kids. So just being able to like see new faces and meet new people and that sort of stuff, like that's going to be a big change. But I'm kind of excited to just meet some new people and things like that.
2: Yeah. So uh I. this isn't a question I've asked uh, I've ever asked before but you know as a senior with the benefit of hindsight I wonder what's your favorite class you've taken uh either college or high school and why and then what's been your least favorite class and I think I can guess your least favorite <laughs> class but I'm
3: not entirely for sure Uh so uh favorite I'm probably just going to go with the stereotypical answer For the high school guy, and say like shopper weights. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) absolutely. That's what I mean. I really like, I really like lifting. I think it's pretty fun. And uh, shop, just go in there, sand my boards, watch (laughs) some game film, talk to Mister Salmons. It's a good time. Yeah. Eat my sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, Least
0: favorite. Least favorite.
3: Uh, Least favorite was probably. I'm going to have to say uh, psychology this year. <laughs> yes, I, remember, I hated that class. <laughs> I remember. I would be,
1: so at South Carolina, if you take a college class, pretty much, it doesn't matter what college class you're in, we're all up there together in the AES room. And I remember almost every day when Kimball was working on psychology, at least twice or three times, he'd be like, Dude, I hate this class. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think I think I think a lot of people go through that with that with psychology. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, I'm a, I'm
3: going to do the interview now. I'm interviewing you. Oh, what was okay. your least favorite class? Uh it wasn't
2: socio- it was it was it wasn't sociology because that was very easy. It wasn't public speaking because that was very easy. It can't be a high school ca- class legitimately. Um so um it was so, psychology, wasn't it? Yeah, it was psychology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See,
1: I had I had a good psychology teacher, so I enjoyed that class. My least favorite one would have to be this year's public speaking class, just because at Dodge we got an awful professor this semester. <laughs> and so it's just been you know, that's my least favorite
2: class. Yeah, and there's there's been certain high school classes that haven't been my thing really. Um, but uh noth- like nothing. Weights. No, well, yeah. Uh, uh nothing nothing touches psychology. Um so if you could uh, if you could uh uh give ad- advice, any adv- advice to the incoming freshman, what advice would that be?
3: Uh humble yourself. <laughs> you are That's good. You went you're going to be the uh you're going from the top of the totem pole to the bottom of the totem pole, so you just got to uh, remember where you're at
0: that i don't think i've heard before that is probably mm-hmm. the best advice that i could give them as well that is great advice yeah that is
2: well i think i think that's a great place to leave off the interview what do you guys think
0: sure. i think so thanks okay. all
3: thanks right. for coming thank on the podcast thank you guys for having me
0: yeah
1: all right so uh our next guest on the day is uh a very, very close friend of mine, my best friend, and also a role model of mine, uh, my brother Connor Salmons. Uh, So Connor, our first question for you is, uh, would you like to reflect on your freshman year a little bit, and what's been your favorite part of freshman year so far?
4: Yeah, all right. Um, Well, probably I'd have to say my favorite part of freshman year is just going through sports and hanging out with my friends and making all those memories. Yeah, I for sure. The-
1: and so in football, uh you broke your arm yes. halfway through the season. Not very fun. It was a Harley Davidson accident for those of you who have not heard. <laughs> Dangerous. It looked cool when it happened, but tragic accident. Um so Connor, uh after that, you had to be the you helped out managing for uh the football team for the second half of the season. Would you like to kind of tell us uh, some of your experiences while managing the football team?
4: Well, um, it was kind of like almost sad just watching people practicing. But I, I did have a lot of fun helping you guys out still, and I was just glad I was still able to be out there and just watch my friends.
1: And it was always funny because you and Dalton Winfrey were the two managers on the team, and we'd all be practicing. We'd just be over there watching Connor and Dalton just
2: mess around with each other all day. It was was fun. I think you
1: and Dalton have actually become really good friends from that.
2: And then you see Connor peel out in the razor and, like, just. Oh, yep. He just drove drove the Ranger around all the time. Ranger, yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, you're involved in a whole bunch of sports. Uh, which one would you say you enjoy the most and why?
4: Well, I, I enjoy all the sports I do, but probably my favorite one is I'd have to say football. I know I didn't do much of it this year because of my broken arm, but last year's uh, in the past, I've really enjoyed it. And, yeah, just nothing like Friday night. Just
1: Yeah, the Friday nights, that is real. That's, that's uh, something that you'll never ta- – uh, Cherish it while it lasts because after it's gone, you'll never get it back. So,
0: Connor, I really thought you were going to say basketball. <laughs> I thought that would be your, your answer. but yeah.
1: See, what you guys don't know about Connor is when Connor was younger, Connor actually did not like basketball at all, especially in junior high and grade school. He hated it just because he got frustrated playing it. He got super frustrated playing it. Whereas football, when he get frustrated, he had that weight, as Kimball was saying earlier, to take his frustration out. So Connor's always been a little bit more of a football guy.
0: I want you to know that I'm really enjoying this interview because I haven't had the opportunity to sit and have a conversation with Connor. Sometimes it's easier to have those conversations with seniors, but um, so I don't know as much about the freshmen. So I'm really excited about doing this interview with him.
2: Yeah. So, you know, right now we're at the end of the track season, and from what I've heard from Ethan S, you've actually had a, a lot of success in the events you've done. Um, so could you kind of tell us a little bit about, uh, the events you did this year and then kind of what your, your results have been?
4: Well, the events I've done this year is triple jump and pole vault in the 200. That's what I mostly do. But also these, the latest meets we've done, I have participated in long jump in the 400 meter dash. Um, yeah, triple jump. I jump around... Thirty-five, thirty-six, and some meets that gets me around sixth, sixth place, which I'm <laughs> pretty happy with. That. <laughs> yeah, as a yeah. freshman, that's good. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And then also uh, in pole vault, I know there's a point where in like a one-week span or two-week span, he increased by like two feet in pole vault, and so he's really improved in pole vault. And he places he places in pole vault pretty frequently too.
4: Yeah, coming coming into this year, I was. Not doing so well. I didn't know if I was gonna keep doing it throughout high school, but like you said, I did end up improving by two two feet, which that's awesome.
2: And Mrs. Deegis has been talking about it in composition class, where you have just it it says like something's starting to click, and then you mm-hmm. you just feel more comfortable with it. Like mm-hmm. you're just you're just excelling yeah. at it. Yeah,
1: having Mrs. Deegis and Brady there to help coach him <laughs> definitely yes. helps him. Because thankful not, for that. There's yeah. not very many people that know a whole lot about pole vault. And Mrs. Degis and Brady both know a lot and are both very great at it. It's
0: very it's very technical, much more technical than a lot of people know. And
1: it's crazy because you're in the air for so long, and so you have to hold the form for such a long time. So pull
2: vote, extremely difficult. And
0: having the right pole and yeah. you know to match your weight. The it, things you need to is. think
2: about. Yeah. So let's jump into uh, kind of some different uh, types of questions. Um So you have some struggles kind of unique to you that other high school students have fortunately not had to deal with. Um, So first of all, you can't have gluten or dairy. Um, Would you like to talk a little bit about that experience, like when you first learned of that condition um, and if it's gotten easier over the years?
4: Well, yeah. Uh, Last, I'd say July, uh, early August, Mm -hmm. is when they actually diagnosed me with celiac disease, or that's what they thought I had so um about when the school year started that's when i started eliminating gluten and up till uh christmas break um that's they said that they also think dairy could be a problem so i eliminated that from my diet and it's it's getting better and it's obviously been like as i've had it the longer i've had it i can it's just Knowing what I can eat has been got getting a lot easier.
0: So Connor, are you on medication for this, or is it just changing your diet? Um, just changing
4: my diet, but lately I have gone to a kinesiologist, and he's gave me some stuff.
0: I know that our our cooks are they're they're wonderful. Like yes. when they know a student has um, inflammation from certain um, food groups, they definitely make accommodations for them. So yeah. I know they mm-hmm. do that for you. They've been doing a great job yeah, with that they for do.
1: Connor, and then. I'd like to kind of start back when this really started was when he's a baby he had extremely extremely bad acid reflex and so as he got older we were just like we always assumed oh he just has bad acid reflex and that's why he doesn't feel good but then eventually it gets to a point where you're like all right, he still doesn't feel good he feels awful all the time we just gotta do something to try to get this fixed you know so you go to the doctor and they do all sorts of scopes and stuff and uh... So this is kind of the beginning, We're still at the beginning stages, I'd mm-hmm. say, of this of figuring yeah. out exactly what the real problem is, and it is a really long process in finding out because you got just trial and error over and over. Process of elimination. Yeah, just process of elimination. So a long process, but I think gluten is probably definitely because I think you've seen a little yeah, bit of definitely one results. of the
4: main allergies.
0: So what that, will? What's your next move? What will like? You've got. Get, you've. You're no longer um eating foods with gluten or dairy so what what will be your next step
4: well they haven't really told me much about it like they just say do this for a little bit maybe because they don't know either right in the in the summer i'll probably have another scope they'll tell me what like what things are looking like and
0: so is it mainly intestinal issues that you have cramping and stomach pain or and it just make you tired and
4: um well The main symptoms are like what you said, like stomach Uh issues like that. But also, I believe um, some symptoms of celiac disease is like soreness and stiffness of joints and body aches and just stuff like that. I know. My
0: mom has Crohn's disease and so I intestinal problems. So I I feel for you because it is not fun. It's um, very debilitating at times where you have to be very careful where you're going and how far you're driving and and um things I've, like that I
2: I remember uh uh during pep band at the um uh uh it may have been both oh uh, we didn't play at league so it was at the state tournament um, I remember seeing Connor like reading nutritional facts and oh, stuff wow. of stuff he bought and that's just stuff you don't think about and when you go to McDonald's you got to figure out what stuff has gluten in it and what doesn't and it that's not the easiest stuff. Yeah so. I felt
0: bad for him after a football game or no it was a basketball game at Stanton County. Mr. Applegate calls us and wants us to run over to I think Casey's mm-hmm. so we took Connor to Casey's because he couldn't eat at McDonald's there wasn't really yeah, anything there for him. So, for him. So It's like the poor kid. um, So he got to get in with us old ladies and run over to Casey's and get something to eat. And
1: what's been really crazy for me to see is like, so a lot of times you're like, oh, just toughen up and eat it. One time it's not going to hurt you. But it's crazy because even if it's just, even if the food doesn't have gluten in it, it's just been touched by something that does have gluten. It'll still make him sick. And it's crazy. Almost 10 out of 10 times, if he eats something with gluten or that was cross-contaminated by something with gluten, he's almost always sick. So it's just, uh, I mean, you really do have to be careful about it. It's like, you could say, oh, just tough it up and eat it. But really, I mean, you're not the one getting sick, you know, so. And
2: that's why they wrap his tray at school. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have, like, uh, any, like, recommended gluten-free snacks or anything like that?
4: Well, a lot of my friends say anything gluten-free, it's awful, but I I really can't tell a difference. But um, I do like rice crisps. I know that's kind of a weird snack are those popcorners. They're pretty good. I, The things like I try to usually just get for snacks or something that is like officially marked gluten and dairy-free because then you just know when it's...
0: Is there like a special aisle in the grocery store? Or is it just kind of mixed, mm-hmm. mixed There's in? There's an...
4: There's a small,
0: small section. <laughs> it's tiny. The, t- the <laughs> is tidy. Small, small section
4: at Walmart. That... Yeah. Well, but, I yeah. felt
0: bad today. We were celebrating. All the kids have been testing, I don't know, state assessments, map testing for like, I don't know, a week. And um, so we bought all the kids ice cream bars just to tell them thanks for trying. So hard. And Connor looks at it and he's like, oh. And so now I'm going to have to go buy him something at Walmart oh, just no. to say sorry. No, <laughs> I sorry. felt so bad.
1: And then uh, I would also say though it's kind of uh, oh what was I gonna say I forgot my question go ahead
0: Sorry. and go on it's no I'm good. good I'm good uh,
2: so yeah that kind of brings me um uh, this to uh, the second part of this question so uh, you also have ADHD and um, I have I have to preface this question with uh, some of the most successful and respect respected guys I know uh, who are twins Mark Patey and Mike Patey have ADHD and they. Uh, they're actually aircraft designers, but they've wrote a, a book on how ADHD is a strength that they utilize every day, and that's why they're so successful. Um, so, you know, how do you view, view your ADHD? Has it made, would you say, has it made school diffi- more difficult? Or, um, and also, like, ha- has it gotten any better over the
4: years? Um, well, it, it definitely has its own pros and cons. Um, school is obviously a little more difficult being able to focus and all that stuff but as in like it getting better in the years to come it's not really it doesn't get better just you learn different ways to cope with it and you're like like you get you're more understanding of like I I probably can't do this right now so I just need to take my time calm down focus oh yeah
2: that's great you just
0: learn how to manage don't you yeah it's it's coping mm -hmm. skills so when did you first learn or when were you first diagnosed? When did you start learning that you, you were maybe having a little bit of struggle?
4: Ever since I was a baby. That's... Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's yeah. Been, mm-hmm.
0: Does it run in your family? Or do you know?
1: Not officially. Not, yeah. not, not, not
4: diagnosed. Not <laughs> diagnosed. But just, prob- yeah,
0: you would Probably.
1: probably. Yeah. Um, but also, one thing I'd say uh, that's really, really uh, crazy about ADHD is not, I mean... The problem, what makes it hard for kids with ADHD to learn is most teachers aren't used to teaching kids with ADHD. So, like, they're used to teaching kids that really don't struggle focusing and stuff like that. And so they see Connor over there, maybe fidgeting, making some noise, you know. They're thinking he's being a distraction to the class when really he's just doing what he needs to do to focus and learn. And so I think that there's a, there's a learning curve not only for Connor to learn how to manage it, but also I think there is a curve for uh, teachers as well that they just have to understand, okay, he's doing what he needs to do to learn, which thankfully I think most of the teachers at South Gray High yes, school, very South Gray have understanding. been understanding about and help them with Mm -hmm.
0: i don't know how your elementary experience was you know because i wasn't here then but i truly think that the staff we have after learning about adversities and trials and um kids that have differences they've done a great job understanding trying to understand all the different behaviors that kids come into their classroom with so i don't think i see as much you know discipline problems because they get it they understand that all kids are different and they come with those quirks of having to you know have things and paper clips in their pocket or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be but yeah.
1: and so that's and i've also want to say i've like connor probably connor would never brag on himself or something like that but being his brother i can brag on him a little bit him having adhd like uh i see all the pros from it you know i get to see the pros like he's super super creative i'm sorry
0: to say that creativity is he huge. can just
1: multitask yeah. like no other and so some people might see the negative sides of it maybe fidgeting and stuff like that but like the amount of creativity he has, and the he can multitask, it just stuff like that is really a- advantageous. Yes. And he uses it. He uses it very. He uses it to his advantage very well.
0: I can tell you, I'm pretty sure I have that. I haven't been officially diagnosed either, but I, I just, yeah, same thing. The thing we were talking about earlier about. You'll mow the whole yard and leave a little section. It, you just do. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just like you don't get, know why you do it, but you just... Yeah, you, just, yeah. you, have, something you, just else,
2: you have something else to be doing at that yeah. time. <laughs>
0: exactly. Um.
2: So, uh, um, uh, you know, you've uh, had a very successful year, um, and with what I'm assuming are very successful grades, uh, what would you say your favorite class is and why?
4: Oh, well, obviously... I. I like shop, but that's a, <laughs> that's that's given. I mean, I don't. I've never met anyone who doesn't like.
2: <laughs> Kimball literally just said the uh-huh. same thing earlier. <laughs> but
4: I, I like science too. It's just I just find it interesting all yeah. the stuff. Yeah.
0: What's your least favorite? Oh. oh. You don't want to say? I don't know if I should. <laughs> oh, well, you don't have to. Yeah. Do you, don't say do it. you
2: like uh, do you like biology or general science more?
4: Probably biology. I mean, they're both <clears throat> two of my favorite classes, but yeah. if any biology is probably so another
2: class you excel at um, is uh, Peppin and and Ben uh, and I, I I wanted to I wanted to ask you, do you plan on playing Pep Ben next year because I think I, in my opinion, I think you're one of the best freshman drummers South Korea's had. In a I have time. heard that from lots
0: of people, and I've seen you play when you were in junior high. You are amazing. Thank you.
4: Yeah, I, yeah, I'll probably do band. You need okay. to continue doing
0: it <laughs> yeah. as I, long as you can. Yeah. I'm
1: telling him. I, 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 tell him there's good band scholarships. If he wants
0: there, to, are, oh, I think yeah. he yeah. can go to
1: college and play in the band.
0: I think he could too. And yeah. I think
1: that's another one of those things where that ADHD helps him. Yeah, is that's easy.
4: probably one of the.
1: Extremely so when good. you feel
0: yeah. feel stressed or whatever, you can just go down there and. And we actually do have we actually do have a trap set, yeah, a trap set, set a in our house. house. I heard that. I heard yeah. that. So. Now whether my parents like it or not, <laughs> that might be. Yeah. yeah. Do you play a lot when you're home, or? Not I as much.
4: I used to, but. Yeah. Ever since high school, it's just been a lot more busier. Yeah.
1: And during yeah. COVID, during COVID, he played quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. So I got Mr. <laughs> M- Mr. McMillan was doing us no favors. Mr. McMillan would send him <laughs> drum fills and stuff to practice. Extremely mm-hmm. hard drum fills, and Connor would be in there banging on his drums.
2: <laughs> so I uh, I uh, I think this may be uh, close close to the last question, probably. But um, now, so though it's incredibly early in your high school career, um, uh, do you have like any idea of what you want to do after high school, such as? a uh, college major or f- a future career or something like that?
4: Not really, no. I've been thinking, but, yeah.
0: Well, your sister's doing track at Hayes. Yeah. Your brother's going on to do track at Hayes, so I imagine you're going to go on to great things as well. Sure. <laughs> I He's do got wanna, great things in his future. He does. I do want to apologize. Um, I know you've kind of had a rough year here at Southgate because of Mr. Applegate. I mean, like, <laughs> for real, I see him picking on you all the time whether it's you're already down the hall and he's making a comment or in basketball practice so for you know on behalf of the administration i do apologize for him <laughs> <laughs> you're just smiling he, get, he gets any, picked on his fair share by everybody have, <laughs> do you have anything to say to coach applegate you know
4: ah uh, should have thought of something <laughs> no not really i mean he's a great coach honestly. I know i know we're just teasing yeah i think i think
2: connor yeah. probably has a pretty special connection with a lot of senior boys he though because yes, i mean when yes. you see when you see him and band and everything they're always messing with them so, and, 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 and they only mess with people they like so yeah, yeah everybody loves connor <laughs> it's
4: gonna be sad to see you guys go yeah, yeah it's gonna be sad okay be
2: sad be well i just wanted to end on
1: one last uh little phrase about connor here and So at the beginning, I said Connor was my role model, which is 100% true, Mm -hmm. just because all the things he has overcome, you know, he's overcome his gluten and dairy-free, he's overcome his ADHD, He just overcome being a freshman, which is hard for everybody, all that in the same year, broken arm, been a rough year, he overcomes it, and I don't think anybody in the community would even know, you know, what he's going through, he just, he's tough, he works hard all the time, he just is humble, so... Really appreciate him.
0: He's so dang cute, and he just smiles all and the time. How so can cute. you not and love he Connor? he so cute. <laughs> How could you not <laughs> yep, love Connor? for sure.
2: <laughs> okay, thanks for coming on the podcast, Connor. Yep, yep thank thanks you, you Connor.
4: Yep.
1: All right, so we will be concluding episode twelve of the Rebel Ed podcast. Thank you guys for uh, joining us for this episode. We will not be having Aaron's antics today because he is at a golf meet. And so now for the upcoming events uh, for this upcoming week, it'll be eighth grade shadow day uh, at the high school on Tuesday. And there will also be a uh, all day track meet at Hodgman County for the high schoolers also on a Tuesday. And there will be a varsity golf meet at home on Tuesday. Uh, so first off, just want to give a little, Previous thank you before the meet. Thank you to everybody who's going to help put on that go home golf meet. And uh, so Tuesday, really busy day for uh, South Grey High School. And then on Wednesday is the uh, Montezuma and Copeland Elementary School track meet uh, at the South Grey High School football field. And so I hope to see uh, everybody there supporting the little, the young ones. Uh, that's always extremely fun to watch. And then on Friday there will be a varsity golf meet at Stanton County. Uh, so hope to see everybody out supporting the South Grey Rebels this week, uh, and thank you guys for joining us.
2: It's a great day to be a Rebel.